1: I think we're going
0: in. Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. Debris, Jesse, we have to breathe, minute by minute.
1: Oh. Another cow. Actually, I think that was the same one.
0: And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good sized twister. What was it? An F3? Solid
1: F2. Tornado warning continues now Just be ready to okay. record. Okay. Right. Be careful, all right? Don't follow too close. All right, you got it boss. Okay. We're back in business. Well, right. let's go. Half a mile more. Sounds right figure put it right in the middle of the road. All right, welcome back to the Solid F2 Podcast. That was Minute 88 of the film Twister. I'm one of your hosts, Joe, and sitting here with me is my Google fiend and beautiful wife, Kelly.
0: Why did you say that?
1: Aren't you looking up the music videos from the previous minute?
0: No, I dropped
1: that. Oh, you stopped that, so you don't have an answer for us?
0: No. Did you help?
1: Um, no, but I figured out Aunt Meg's books. So I thought you were taking the lead on this next one.
0: No, I also give up on that.
1: I know. I fi- I finished it. <laughs> so no, no music video update for us.
0: No, I believe we've done discussing this now. Okay. I mean, unless you would like to look, since you are apparently
1: so well. No, I mean I can't right now. It. I'm a little busy producing the show. So
0: well, we've literally stopped recording the last episode. Thirty seconds ago, so you gave you're me. You're pulling the curtain back. You gave me zero time, and you had weeks to find the book from Aunt Meg. <laughs> so
1: you're right. I did. I did do that all of my free time for for months.
0: I'm just saying. I'm pointing out that you're making it sound like I had an opportunity.
1: You're sounding crispy. Maybe it's just hanger. What about this minute of Twister?
0: I don't know. Maybe we're not going to see the last couple minutes of Twister. because Why not? Maybe I don't feel like being badgered by you anymore.
1: I'm just wondering, where did this bridge come from? It's like we're on the road right next to the tornado in, in minute 87. And all of a sudden, the convoy catches up. And they have a bridge surrounded by trees. They're tossing the sensors back into Dorothy's.
0: They're dropping them on Quickly, the ground.
1: Quickly, yeah. They're flying everywhere. No one seems to really care.
0: I feel like if this was they're a real, <laughs> real science situation, each one of those would have cost $75 of their grant money and yeah. like, they would And make. they're
1: just like tossing them. Well, honestly, that's the way it works though. Like no one cares. No one, because no one knows where the money comes from and it's none of their money. They're just like, eh, you know, you've seen how people treat uh, public or government property. <laughs> it's not pretty. But, uh, so the convoy looks a little concerned. We get back on the same road that we saw them on earlier. They talk about maybe another half mile. And th- this part here at the end of the movie, I always laugh about because I feel like every time they, they show us the, the car, the, the truck with Bill and Joe in it, they're always the same distance from the tornado. Like, well, I feel like it doesn't ever change. Objects
0: in mirrors are closer
1: than... Okay, they, we're yeah. doing, is this a mirror effect that we're seeing? No, I
0: don't. I, that was my only... Oh,
1: okay. That was the only explanation. I got, I got nothing. Yeah, it's just it's just really weird. The, the continuity for me is a little off. The editing... Uh, just half like, half they half look more? very close in in this shot. And a half a mile more, I feel like, would put them... Like, they're going to get hit by it before they get to the half mile.
0: Are those trees
1: blind? Those the wind? trees are well, they're fake trees. But yeah, they are moving. You can see them moving. There's a lot of debris flying, whipping whipping around. Look, look at I mean they're getting closer as they're talking right there. You see well, them like, closing in on it.
0: Yeah, they're still squinting in the sun.
1: <laughs> it's very sunny in the, the cab shot that'll start minute 89 here. Literally next
0: time. this tornado's moving laterally fairly quickly, about to cross the road and they don't seem yeah, to
1: Yeah, they're not they're not riding parallel. They're they're perpendicular. They're ready to intercept. They're very close. You hit
0: a button. What?
1: What did I hit? I hit something. That was really weird. There's a lot of echo happening there. I don't didn't like it. Did you? Uh, I still don't like it. Did you bump? Oh, it there! I bumped. Shoulder? I bumped something with the that the iPad was touching. Oh, that was weird. But <laughs> sound like someone talking to us from from afar. They were just uh, maybe the tornado was zooming in to tell us that there was not that close. All right, should we do some trivia, or is there something else you wanted to touch on from this minute? There wasn't a lot to go on here, other than the weird, they're near the tornado, then they're stopped on a bridge, filling up Dorothy, and then they're back on the road and getting very close. Anything?
0: Would you Would you like me to tell you more about the music videos?
1: Oh, did you find something? What, so is there more than one? Yes. In that last minute?
0: No, not... In that last minute, but earlier I was correct that okay. it is Motherless Child by Eric Clapton from yeah,
1: earlier in the movie. Yeah, I think you had found that when we when we did that minute or around when we did that minute. You had found that one for us, and we confirmed that that's okay, what it well was. Okay, well, then
0: let's congratulate me that I remembered a fact from two well, years ago. Well, we did ago. like
1: two years ago, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, this one says – now, I don't know if it's this time in the car or if there is some interim moment that a different music video is playing in his vehicle – but there is a song called "Child in Time" by Deep Purple. Okay. That is playing on his television, but it's, um, it's it's playing on the loudspeakers too. But I don't know that that's the case in this in the last minute where we had okay. this question. So I don't know. Um.
1: Well, I mean, we'll keep looking. We'll try to figure it out. I'm not great with music or music videos. That's not my thing. I I can't <laughs> contribute too much to that. So I think we'll just uh, uh, move on and give a bit of trivia out before we wrap things up for this episode. And I have the tab up here. Okay. So this bit of trivia or this person claims that Twister was shot as an R-rated film that featured profanity and grislier wound details. The film was edited down to a PG-13 rating in post-production, which caused additional scenes with uh, Carrie Ells and Philip Seymour Hoffman to be left on the cutting room floor due to their content alone. Other profanities throughout the film were muted or replaced to secure the PG-13 rating. I, I kind of buy into it. We have talked about how the dubbing or the adr at times seems to be a little bit off like maybe they changed something in post they re-recorded it and added it in we hear bill throughout the the the, the movie say hell and christ and you could easily see him throwing other words oh, in man. there we forgot the, the christ counter yeah yeah we did we let that one go big time well so we'll to, next time we watch the movie in full we'll just like tally marks
0: well yeah It'll be a while though until we watch this movie because <laughs> right, we watched so it I'm for two sure. years. Um, I'm Not sure how useful that'll be, but so
1: so sure. there's so there's that. You think it was? Uh, you think initially the original cut was R rated and they had to change things to get a PG thirteen? I guess it
0: depends on what swear words they had because I feel like there's a hierarchy of swear words,
1: right? Because the F bomb you're allowed one in PG thirteen, so I hear, and that could have been drastically different twenty five plus years ago, right? Um, But, I mean, I, I think there's a, the potential is there. Uh, okay, so this was an interesting one because I feel like we've discussed this just in our day-to-day lives when we talk about this movie and the promotion and the lead-up to its release. Trailers for the film contain a shot that's not in the final film, a truck tire hurtling towards the viewer. This was supposedly one of the test shots that was created during pre-production to, provo- to prove that CGI was capable of executing the effect sequences with the necessary level of realism. And I always picture that one all the time. You can see it in, in in all the trailers. And then when you get to that part of the film, it's nowhere to be found. But it makes sense. Like If that actually happened in the film, those people would die.
0: Oh, for sure. <laughs> but there's a ton of things that... If that actually happened in the film, people wouldn't survive.
1: And so. actually, and it and a lot of them do happen.
0: Yes. So but, we will suspend our disbelief. Yeah.
1: And that that's not an uncommon thing for things to be in the trailer or TV spots and then not make the final cut of the film. Yeah. But it's definitely one that's come up in relation to Twister all the time. The town of Wakita created the Twister Museum to celebrate and pay tribute to the movie with memorabilia including photos, movie posters, and a replica of the Dorothy machine. Uh, One of the Dorothys used during filming is now located 650 feet underground in the Underground Salt Museum in Hutchison, Kansas. They also have the original film reel. Now, I believe that Underground Salt Museum is actually a preservation system for things like um, films. No, a whole cache of films. Cache. Cache. Cache.
0: People named Dorothy.
1: Yes, they just throw Dorothy's down there. In order to work there, you must be named Dorothy.
0: My grandma's name was Dorothy.
1: It was. (laughs) You are correct.
0: I don't know that she ever saw the movie Twister.
1: Oh, that's disappointing. Uh, So the original film reel and one of the filming Dorothys is uh, in the the Salt Museum uh, in Kansas. In her introductory scene, Helen Hunt clearly says the F word, but you don't hear it. Now, this is related to the R rating. This was edited out for home video, presumably to secure a more family-friendly rating. I don't know that it was edited out only for home video, because I don't ever remember there being an, the F word in... No,
0: but how many times did we see it in the theaters?
1: Like, I, I, I know at even... least once. I don't Yeah, know. but would and you the, remember? Right, yeah, because we were, what, seven, eight, nine years old when I came out? No, that was Jurassic Park. We were a little 11. bit older. We were 11, 12 years old, yeah. yeah.
0: But still, I don't think I would remember the one F-bomb in a movie. Right.
1: All right. Yeah, here, let's, let's, uh, we'll do this, these last two here. Winds on the plains in Oklahoma change in gusts regularly, and wind speeds are typically higher than much of the rest of the country. Several characters are shown deeply contemplative about or reacting to a relatively gentle wind picking up outside. While this makes for suspenseful to- storytelling, people in this region would be much more likely to notice the wind stopping as a sign that a storm is fast approaching.
0: Do you recall what the the distance that a wind can that wind can travel uninhibited is called unobstructed? Oh
1: no, I do not. Fetch. Fetch. The fetch.
0: The wind. Um, also, I believe I pointed that out to you um, in the scene right before uh, the drive-in theater got taken down. Whenever Melissa's like in her motel, and room. and it like
1: blows over her.
0: No, it just like ruffles the drapes in her room mm. a little bit and she's like oh.
1: I was picturing the lightning scene where like her face lights up. I thought there was like also a gust of wind.
0: Maybe, but this was this was before that where she was like watching the news, she turns it off, the drapes the static are static like, comes on. Yeah, the, the drapes are like ruffling ever so gently mm. and she's just like it's coming, you know? Mm. It's like no, no. I mean it is coming, but that would not alert you to to anything. Now also as much as I do love wind chimes, if there was just a constant wind blowing, I feel like Aunt Meg's house would be real annoying.
1: <laughs> uh, that's an eye twitch. Yeah. All right. Uh, last trivia tidbit for this episode. <laughs> I
0: don't know why I said why that. Why did you say why? I don't know.
1: Quote, it sucks, was originally going to be used as one of the taglines for the film, but the producers felt that it worked too much to the advantage of disappointed audiences and critics. Yeah, I think that would have been really stupid.
0: Yeah, I don't think it would. Cuz
1: like when I when it's I fun, think of a tornado, but... I don't think of like I know like we get like the whole the suck zone is is talked about, but when I th- yeah, when I think of tornadoes and winds, I don't think of it sucking. I think of it blowing.
0: What is the tagline for the movie?
1: The dark side of nature, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. I thought like I, I thought, thought you see that. At least on one of the posters I thought it said that.
0: Okay. You could be right. I, I don't know. I don't I mean, know that I ever paid that much attention to what the tagline I was. Thought,
1: I thought it was the dark side of nature, but uh, I, that's much better than it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm going to – maybe I should pull that up and just see if it, if it mentions it. Yeah, like we're not
0: mean. sitting in front of a computer that we couldn't just
1: – Right. So, I don't know if it mentions
0: – What The twisters or the posters right there.
1: Right. I didn't know if it just – yeah, dark side of nature, right? The Dark Side of Nature, yeah. Opened May 17th at Theatres Everywhere. And that was bumped up because I believe it opened May 10th. Mm -hmm. From the creators of Jurassic Park and the director of Speed, Twister, The Dark Side of Nature.
0: I just saw it today that, would you like to know the one film that Sandra Bullock is embarrassed she was in?
1: Is it Speed? Speed 2.
0: Speed 2, yeah. Yeah. She said that movie doesn't even make sense. Now, I've seen it.
1: They're on a boat, right?
0: Yeah. I love Speed. It's one of those movies. I oh, think I've yeah. said this to you before. If it is on TV, I will stop and watch it. You do.
1: You watched it when it was on. What was
0: it? It was on a few years ago and I watched it. It was on you like, midnight. You watch it
1: all the time. It was also, was that the time when you watched all of the uh, Lethal Weapon movies, too? Was that around then, too? Or was uh, that don't... back when you were, that was when we first moved into the house, wasn't lethal it?
0: Lethal
1: Weapon? You watched all the Lethal Weapons. You don't remember I don't, that, no, I don't yeah? Remember that that at I think all. that was back in two thousand nine. So. Why
0: would I watch all the lethal weapons?
1: You were looking for a job, and you were just how like, was that watching. going to help me? It wasn't, but oh. you didn't. You didn't know what to do during the day, so you just started t- telling me you were like, "I watched all the lethal weapons." No,
0: no, this was more recent. I would say it was. I mean, it's definitely after the girls are born that speed, no, speed. Speed was on like FX you were staying or up
1: until like one in the morning because you had like, to. Fit. And I was like, oh. you literally just watched it. She's like. You're like, speed's on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you don't turn off speed. First of all, young Keanu Reeves is a treasure. And old Keanu Reeves is a treasure. Okay? He's up there with Tom Hanks. Okay. Okay? So you don't turn him off. And the chemistry between Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves in that movie, untouchable. You just, it's, you don't turn it off. But speed two... Different guy. I think I
1: only saw it once. It's a different
0: guy, right? It
1: is. Yeah, it's not it's Keanu. Not the, it's
0: not the same chemistry. It yeah. felt forced. It did. You know, like sometimes it sucks. You don't. <laughs> it's nice. Sometimes you don't have to make a second movie. Like, just because the first one did well doesn't mean like you need to force it on people. Just let it be its own thing. That's how I feel so about Speed 2.
1: Would Twister 2 be it sucks more?
0: It sucks again? <laughs> It's, it still. Sucks. This
1: time it blows.
0: <laughs> That's what you want there.
1: Twister two. This time it blows.
0: No, like I, I don't. You know, I love this movie. Oh yeah, top three. But I just don't know that there needs to be any more a remake and anything. I and just leave I, it. See, be what it was.
1: I, I know, like the the science aspect of this film at times is is off. But it's a lot better than the ones we've gotten over the last five years that are, have any relation to weather.
0: The the movies that – the disaster films of much more recent times that have to do with weather rely way more on their ability to –
1: Manipulate pra-
0: it? To do computer graphics and, oh, okay. and animation that they didn't really have the – they had to rely a lot more on storytelling and – Ingenuity in earlier films like Twister, Jurassic Park, things like that, where we it was the beginning of
1: computer generated computer imagery. Computer
0: generated imagery. And now I feel like these disaster movies, as fun as they are to watch, and I'll never turn down watching one. No,
1: yeah, we always enjoy it, but we're always just like it's not. But Twister. they
0: rely so much on that imagery.
1: Well, what was that one we watched? Was that one with Gerard Butler? Was that? Geostorm? was yeah. that that one
0: where it was just like lightning everywhere constantly.
1: Well, you know, I always I did, and I, I know the science is awful in it, but like I I always did enjoy the day after tomorrow as as I'd, as ridiculous I still don't think as think it is. I've seen it
0: all the way through, start to finish. I've seen big chunks of it, so I'm, I I don't think I can comment on that
1: one. I remember Doctor Harrington, um, he 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 could, he was like I haven't seen it, but someone asked a question about it or mentioned. Um, how bad movies are, like scientific principles. And the one thing that they pointed out was in the movie, there's supposedly like three, like a massive storms over each of the main, or like over the continents and the ocean, like over North America, over the, I guess the Atlantic, and then one over like Europe or, or over Russia. Like it's just like three big storms and everything's becoming incredibly cold and frozen because, it's pulling super cooled air down from like the upper atmosphere. It was like there would be a heating element that we're, that we're ignoring because you can't, you're not just pulling super cooled air, it's like you're pulling it from outer space and bringing it down and it's just cold the whole way down. It's like the thermodynamics do not work like that. That was, I just always remember that discussion sticking out. And I was like, yeah, I, okay, fine, like I understand, but. I always enjoyed it as a, another weather disaster movie. It's nowhere close to Twister
0: but. no, and um I mean, even look at look at Jurassic Park look at even Armageddon in, what was that nineteen ninety eight
1: yeah, um not really weather related but no,
0: but disaster. volcano Dante's mm. peak they all had that element of like nature's gonna get you, but they had a story mm-hmm. where now it's like. How how much can we blow up to distract I, people from the fact that we didn't really write it back? They
1: all to had this? an maybe Jurassic Park aside, an aspect of realism, mm-hmm. or they they dealt with a very grounded principle.
0: Well, and maybe it was like it's happening. Here at this one spot we have a problem. Mm-hmm. Like this volcano wasn't is in Los Angeles.
1: Earthwide. Right, well, it, although a, it
0: wasn't like a, an
1: asteroid coming for you is kind of an earthwide okay, thing. Okay, Yeah, but um But right. No, the volcanoes are very specific. It's not like, all right, well, we'll take the volcano that might ruin this city, but it's a super volcano and it's going to blow up half of the world. Right,
0: <laughs> right. Like that that would be the movie they made now. Um, uh, you know, it's a Global killer, right?
1: Everything, thing. everything will just kill everyone. It's not very um, focused,
0: which I understand. They use that to make the stakes seem really high, but it it, it does seems over.
1: It's overdone. It's, it's
0: overblown. It's overdone, and it's um, you know, I care just as much about the community that's going to be ripped up to shreds by a tornado,
1: right? So if if your characters are likable, you're going to care what happens to them, right? And then there's an entire different genre of weather-related disaster films on sci-fi. <laughs> and you remember, I think it was Christmas a well, year ago sharks now, in their tornadoes. Um, one of our our buddies from Penn State Meteorology, uh, Kevin, mm-hmm. let us know that there is a Christmas tornado movie. I think it's called Christmas Twister that I had never heard about until he mentioned it. Yeah. And we wanted to watch it haven't gotten around to it so we'll have to um,
0: I still have never seen all the Sharknadoes.
1: So. I've never seen them all the way through I've seen right. bits and pieces because they were on all the time but what was that? like what was that, that doesn't Twister interest movie me
0: with um Devin Sawa? was that night, night of the Twisters. Twister? yeah night of the Twisters. that was poorly made
1: <laughs> yeah um it was
0: but, but you know at least it was made in a small town you yeah. cared about the the people it was just it was that uh, was poor the, graphics
1: the and like major that. part of that that I watched that a lot cuz did that come out right before Twister or like know. right I don't around I the timing but I remember the part where they're driving away in their car and like their neighbors are behind them and they're driving all of a sudden like the headlights go out yeah <laughs> It's like well, they did yeah
0: so um and I wanted to say one more thing okay hold on have at it i can't remember oh. uh-oh yeah uh-oh uh, I don't know. Don't make another twister.
1: See, I I think I think there's potential there. If you I I but I would, I would rather see it be a a sequel to this rather than a reboot.
0: But it, it I just wish we would make new movies.
1: No, <laughs> well, that's never going to happen. I
0: mean, I you're going to hate me for this. We should have stopped after 3 movies for Star Wars.
1: No. There's too much story to tell. No. There's still a story to tell. That's why they're still making movies. There's an Obi-Wan Kenobi series coming out in six weeks.
0: You're not telling me there's no part of that universe you cringe a little bit when you think about
1: it? Oh, every every universe that gets that big, there's stuff that I'm just like, I could do without that. But I thoroughly enjoy 90% of the movies. And... I've, I've really enjoyed uh, all the live action television shows. I enjoyed most of the animated stuff they've put out. So I'll take the good with the bad because uh, the the bad is a uh, few and far between, at least to me. But I'm very, I'm very acceptable of most of my, uh, my likes. I'm very accepting of the things that I like usually. So uh, to me, it's very alarming when i don't like something. so when there was something in star wars that i didn't like, it did not sit well because i wasn't used to feeling that way. so
0: but you you had far less of things that you didn't like in that universe than i because i disliked a large chunk of it. not because of the story because i love the star wars story. i hate what they did to it. I episode don't. 1 and 2 in particular.
1: But I don't like the the. I don't have a problem with the the prequels as the story elements. There's aspects or full characters that I could do without, or the way that
0: hating on Jar Jar.
1: See Jar Jar. I mean, is he my favorite? No, but I I don't. When I think of Star Wars, the prequels and the Phantom Menace, I'm not just like oh god, Jar Jar. It just it is what it is. It it doesn't bother me that much. Uh,
0: i feel i feel like it was almost campy
1: yeah there was that aspect to it and and it over relied on the advancements of cgi and looking back on them that you can definitely tell but that was one of george lucas's main things he wanted to continue to advance movie making and the technology behind it he wanted to be at the forefront and introduce things and he did succeed at doing that it's just they it wasn't quite up to par to there's the way it was within... There. The, yeah, there's growing pains. But he also... He shouldn't have directed all all three of them. You know, he sure do Phantom Menace, but, but then when you got to Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, he should have relinquished that to someone else and just kind of been there to to help the story along and give his personal touches like he did with the original trilogy because Hayden Christensen needed a actor's director and that's not George Lucas. I have a question. Yes.
0: This is not related to Twister, but it is related to Twister.
1: (laughs) It's like we are way off on a tangent.
0: It's my podcast.
1: Okay. I'm ready. I'm waiting. Okay.
0: Sorry. It's our podcast. Did they know when they made the very first movie, A New Hope?
1: Okay. Yes. They
0: were going to make prequels because they they called it episode four.
1: So that... (sighs)
0: Like, it seems like a weird place to start. There's (laughs) a
1: bunch of rumors and histories about that. And I believe even George has talked differently about how this was. But I thought he had at least nine, if not 12, different segments of the story in his head. And I, I believe he didn't think he had the technology to tell the first three movies. But he thought he could do the middle chunk at that time. And I could be wrong on that. I I have all the history of making of books that I haven't gotten all the way through yet. But he also wasn't sure he was going to get to make more than just the one. So I think he picked one that he thought he could do. He started with that one. And then with the success of it, obviously, it got green lighted and it was green lit he later added changed it from star Wars to star Wars, a new hope episode four. That wasn't there initially mm-hmm. when like, when the crawl first came up in 1977, there was no new hope episode four it was just star Wars and the crawl. And it wasn't until I think like a year, year and a half later, I believe it was put in before empire strikes back came out. Uh, Cause I think, or maybe it wasn't, maybe people saw episode five and people were like, Whoa. Where's the other ones?
0: Did, did I miss did, yeah. three movies in the um, middle? There
1: was some point that it was that it was confusing. Maybe it wasn't one of the re-releases before Empire Strikes Back came out that you now saw Episode Four: A New Hope, and people were like, "Hey, where's the first three?" Um, but yeah, it, it's 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 wacky and weird. But supposedly George had a general story treatment of how he wanted this to go, and it was at least nine, and some say twelve part story arc. And he started with four, five, and six, one to one, two and three, and then. Sold before he could do seven, eight, and nine. So there you have it. Little Star Wars talk on our Twister podcast.
0: Okay. Can you find Volcano and Dante's Peak on one of our streaming services? Because now I want to watch them.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I Do we don't own either of those? I don't no. think so. I'll have to look, but those are good ones too. Also, I want to
0: watch Apollo 13, even
1: though. Yeah. We, we, it's probably been about three years since we watched. I think we watched it around the 50th anniversary of uh, Apollo 11 three yeah. years ago. Did you so. ever
0: see the movie Event Horizon?
1: No, because it's creepy, yeah. right? Sam Neil.
0: Yeah, it's real creepy. Yeah.
1: Okay, okay, no, just but, wondered.
0: Uh, I was talking to my dad about it. Yeah.
1: No, I, I, I remember seeing ads, you know, trailers for it. But mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on that one, even though it has Sam Neil in it. All right. So this very long and winding and tangential discussion surrounding the movie Twister is over. Minute eighty-eight of the film in the books. We'll be back in a little bit. To discuss minute 89 as we uh, enter the home stretch of the Solid F2 podcast. So, for Kelly, I'm Joe. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 podcast, a minute by minute breakdown of the movie Twister. That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Solid F2 Pod. Solid F2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. Visit JMNJRradio.com for more.